welcome to the Skeptic and the Mystic podcast. Your hosts, Heather and Deb, will dive into a little bit of the mystical, some of the spiritual, quite a lot of the unconventional, and we'll do it all with a healthy dose of skepticism. So if you know that you're holding yourself back, there are places in your life where you could be doing more of what you want to do. Tune in, stick with us. We'll help you move past some of that skepticism and disbelief and open yourself up to some new ideas and ways to begin living the life that you truly want starting today. Hello, everybody. It's Heather here, and it's the Skeptic and the Mystic, and you may notice something different. Deb is not here today. She is away. And so we have a special guest on today, Robin Mama Bear Prescott, and Robin and I connected through, I have a Facebook group um, from my book, The Love Yourself, um, Love Your, oh my gosh, I can't even remember the name of my book now, (laughs) the book is Love Yourself, and the Facebook group is The Love Yourself Experience, and we had connected through uh, someone who's one of her best friends, and someone that we've mutually admired each other for years now, and, and have we've spoken but never met in person. And so Robin got connected to my group and I had recently asked a question of what's something that you could talk about for an hour, like without any, anything written down or anything. And Robin had answered color and the healing, like the, the healing powers of color. I was super intrigued because I know that the first, well, when I was on my, this healing journey, um, I had, had somebody do an energy work session on me. And one of the things that came up was that I needed to have more, I can't remember which color it was. I think it was like yellow. They're like, you need more yellow in your life. And I was like, what? And they're like, you know, get a piece of yellow and look at yellow more often. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, which is my response to anything. You know, oftentimes, you know, I'm like, well, it used to be. And so I can understand that like, you know, since then I've opened up more to understanding that color, you know, can be healing. But when Robin said she loves talking about this, I was like, oh, I'm like, this is such a fascinating subject. So welcome, Robin. (laughs) Thank you. I'm really pleased to be here. And thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So before we um, jump into like color and what is color, will you share this story that you shared with me about how like your response to that question and then like and me like me ended up asking you to be on the podcast and what you what you thought was happening? Oh, what I thought. (laughs) Yes. Um, I, I tend to just skim through names and think I know who I'm talking to. And the name was Heather. And I thought I was speaking to a neighbor of mine. And I knew that she was a counselor. And I thought, oh, I can talk to you about color, no problem. And uh, then you wrote back a couple more questions about it. And I wrote back and never gave it two thoughts. And then you asked about this podcast. And that's when I paused. And I thought, ooh, (laughs) this is not the Heather that I think it is. And then I thought, oh, boy, what did I get myself into? And I think I wrote back to you. I think I need to digest this a little bit. And um, but then I thought, why not? You know, it's um, there's a reason why that question came to me. There's a reason why I answered it. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it is 100 percent my passion. So why not talk about it? So that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. So much. 
because sometimes we're, we're forced, as we were just talking beforehand, like we're forced out of our comfort zone by powers much bigger than absolutely, us. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a little bit of fear there, but you know, I've been through enough over the years to know that you've got to sort of go through this fear and who knows what's on the other side of it. So, and I get to chat with you. So it's good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So tell us about like color and how, like, how did you get into color and using it as a healing modality? Right, right. Okay, um, without going too deep, in 1988, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And I was, it was sort of predicted that I was going to be in a wheelchair within a year. So they started giving me meds and meds for meds and having medicines for side effects. And this went on for years and years. And I, I felt victim to the arthritis. I really gave into it. This was going to make my life. Mm -hmm. um, I made sure where I was working, I would be able to uh, apply for disability. Like I had everything planned yeah. out with yeah. this. And um, in about 2000. Can I jump in? Robin? Sure, absolutely. Jump in this part. Like they basically, were you basically told like, hey, this is what you have and, and there's just nothing you can do about it besides the meds for the rest of your life? That's right. And it was in 1988. So it really wasn't. Like there was, I swear, I was on fish oil for about a year. I swear I had every cat in the neighborhood following me. And, you know, um, anti-inflammatories and this and that. And then they bothered my stomach. So I had to take medicine for my stomach. And then I um, I developed a depression of sorts. Yeah. And then it was misdiagnosed as bipolar or, um, you know, um, Bipolar. Yeah. And so I was given medicine for that, which basically made me bipolar. Right. And not feel anything. And it was about 2011 or 12. One morning, one of my more lucid mornings, I realized that I had 21 pills in my hand that I needed to take every day to, to get through the day. And I thought, okay, all of a sudden, just in that instance, it was like, what's wrong with this picture? Um, and you were out of control and you better do something fast. So I went cold turkey, which mm -hmm. was not necessarily the best way to go about doing it, but I did it. And then in amongst the line, I, amongst all of this, I had, I had done every kind of um, um, doctor healing, yeah. but I hadn't searched out energy. And it was recommended that I take I experience a Reiki course I think I mean there was a lot of stuff and I'm not quite sure which was which but I took a Reiki course with our mutual friend by the way mm -hmm. and she was a little upset because all of a sudden I could see purple but she couldn't <laughs> <laughs> and she tried so hard and it just came to me and then so I became a Reiki master and purple and I heard that other people could experience this and this was this was good and then um then I mentioned that I took a two-year, this led me to a year, two-year shamanic training under Pete Bernard of the Eighth Fire here in Ottawa. And um, it, um, oh, it, it was just, how do I say this? You couldn't be a victim anymore. And that was the perfect person to go in. Mm -hmm. um, you had to go through your own garbage and stuff. 
And then what I realized, we would be given certain ceremonies to healing ceremonies to go. And then when I was performing these healing ceremonies on other fellow classmates, what I realized was that I was seeing colors. All kinds of colors were coming in. I would get certain feelings with these colors. It really meant nothing to anybody else, but they were coming in for me. And I was told that not everybody could see these. And I knew from from our friend that she couldn't either. And so I... um, I didn't think too much of it, except that I could start easily bringing in the universal purple color and and in waves and undulating waves. Is that yeah. And um, through the course, like we would be in deep meditation at times, and through the course, after the weekends, we would I would come home and I'd have a cleansing bath. And one night in particular, I remember, and I really I. It sounds crazy um, to the skeptics out there. It was almost like a download. Yeah. I was downloaded colors, colors that I have, color you just cannot explain. I cannot see them. They were just, and 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 it just came in like cubes and, and, and graphics, and it just started coming in. And I thought, ooh, this is cool. You know, this is weird. And my husband is a computer nerd. And he's pretty straight. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, how do I tell him that I just got a bunch of colors? Yeah. <laughs> put in? Um, so, again, I just left it. I didn't really nurse it. But then at the time, I decided, well, colors must have something. So this was when, and I am an, I say now that I'm an artist. At the time, I was very much into arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it wasn't really my passion. But at the time, I realized that, okay, colors are important. They, they're telling, I got a clue into this. So I started listening to um, YouTube um, journeys and meditations with the chakras. The ones in particular where you were immersed in the red for the root chakra or whatever, so that I would see no other color except what that is. And I went through all the colors, and then I realized that, number one, like I mentioned, it would come in through my healings. I was starting to be able to, if I had the right intention, I was starting to be able to see people's auras around them, colors around them. Um, I would sense colors. Uh, that would mean something to me, not necessarily to them, but they would come back later and say, you know, that that is right. So I got as time went on a little bit more confidence in myself and in my intuition. Yeah. Fast forward to 2017, I had done all my practice. I've done a little bit of healing. One of my co one of the co-students in my shamanic class did a, a meditation on January 1st, 2017. And in this, she had us imagine what our life at that moment would look like if we were to open curtains and see a landscape of it and it was a beautiful landscape but it was all black and white and gray now through this I forgot to mention that when I was pregnant for my son in 1986 I became blind in my right eye and I can't see color I can only see grays and whites in my right eye and I realized that when I would meditate and when I would focus on color 
it seemed to focus back behind my right eye. You know, it was really kind of weird. Anyway, through this meditation, I saw this beautiful landscape. There were waterfalls, trees, everything, but no color. And then she said, well, change it. How, how do you want to change it? And so I said, okay, let's add some color. And it became a world that I had not known or seen or felt before. And at that moment, I knew I had kind of a message come to me that, that um, you were almost like invincible. This is your passion. This is what you are to believe in. And this is you. This is what you need to bring um, out in the healing to help heal others and yeah. to, to spread into life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of when I started taking seriously where I didn't use it that much in the actual um, ceremonies as much as my art started to mm-hmm. develop. And I decided that I, number one, I decided to get my hair colored. It was blue green at the first, but now I keep it this fire red, which goes to a lovely rose gold. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I started um, painting rocks. Mm-hmm. And we we live on a corner unit, so I paint rocks there. So and they're very brightly colored. So when people walk by, they smile. The little kids stop and they pick up a rock and they take it home with them. Um, I just realized when I had my red hair and I woke up and didn't feel so good in the mornings, um, I would look in the mirror and I think, okay, if you're brave enough to wear it, there's a little bit of purple there. If you're brave enough to wear fire engine red hair and purple hair, you're brave enough. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and uh, and then that so that's where it came. And and so um I that's 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 it in a nutshell. I used to teach workshops where people would splash bright colors on the pictures and then we'd fold them like the ink drops or ink spots and figure out stuff. But I just realized that if if there was color in my life, there was life in my life. Basically, yeah. if there was a light there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and here I am wearing all <laughs> Well, and I look at you and I've got a brown background. But then that background, brown to me is very, my whole room here is chocolate brown. Because when I first finished my, um, my training and did have clients, I wanted them to imagine that they were sitting in a bowl of chocolate pudding. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's a very comfort. It's a yeah. very stabilizing comfort for me, which kind of needed today. (laughs) So, well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I'm going to be moving in a couple of months. And so I've started to to put my like pictures, you know, just, just taking pictures of things that I see online that I like, you know, and what like color scheme that I want to have. And I am an earth person. Like I love like anything earth, like wood, metal, water, like, you know, so I just want, I just want white and and metal, which is gray, silver, you know, and tan, like wood colors. Wood colors, yep. Such an affinity towards that. And if you see, well, my place right now, it's hard to see with, with here, but that's a lot of like, you know, just have plants. And I love, like right now I'm propagating some pothos right, right next to me. Um, really earthbound, right? And Yeah. But like those colors tend to be, for me, the most grounding. And it, like for me, I tend to feel like I, 
I, I can easily get like frazzled. And so I need, you know, earth stuff to get me right. back. Right, right. I mean, I remember back, this was 43 years ago or so as of yesterday at a, my wedding anniversary. Um, we, I remember having a bridal shower and my mother was so dismayed. I had worn a brown dress and she thought I should be in all this color. And I realize now that I wore that brown dress because that's what grounded me. That's what made me feel comfortable when I was going to be the center of attention. Um, and, and I've realized that, like I said, about, Oh, maybe about a year ago now, I finally proclaimed to everybody that I am an artist. Um, and I sort of left out the word craft, which is there's nothing negative around that, except for me, it just felt that I had sort of gone a little bit above that and I was ready to show. And then along with that came that when I started revamping furniture, stuff like that, it was always with color. Um, I do little girls' chairs, rainbow effects and things and all painting. But now I realize that I, my trademark almost is to leave a little bit of gold foil or gold leaf or colored foil on it because I figure we all deserve a little bit of glitter and oomph as well, right? Yeah. And if you look in the mirror, like I was saying with my red hair, you know, I look at that and think, yeah, I'm worth that. I was just able to, to heal, to bring in the colors in amongst all these deep down hard ceremonies we were doing. But the colors would put on such a magnificent show for me mm -hmm. that it was wonderful, actually. <laughs> and I've loved it. I'm jealous because in all the ceremonies that I've done, I've talked about it on this podcast before, I do ayahuasca, which is a plant medicine that is super healing in so many ways. And a lot of times people think it's a, it's a hallucinogenic, but it's really not. It's an entheogen. It's a plant that creates healing. And so a lot of times, you know, people go into it and think they're going to see these like psychedelic posters that people see, you know, and then, and I learned early on, like that is not my experience at all. I very right. rarely see anything. I have body experiences. I have seen, seen some things. The first time I started seeing, I saw this one time I was like on the toilet, somebody was helping me and I saw eyes everywhere. Like, <laughs> looking up at you where they were just down on the floor. Everywhere, floor That's everywhere. a little freaky. It was so freaky. And I was like, I'm like, oh my gosh, you got to stop this. And I could just hear, and I know this sounds freaky for those who've never done this stuff, but right. I, I could hear like the medicine being like, well, you asked for visuals, and I was like, make it stop. I don't want <laughs> Be careful what you ask for, right? <laughs> right. And I had other more pleasant, you know, experiences. Yes, yes. Not be a visual person. And that's why this is so interesting to me, because meditations, when people were like, see yourself, and I'm like, no, I got nothing. Like, I can, I can right. aesthetic, I can feel it, right? But I can't, I, just seeing it just doesn't really happen so I'm slightly jealous that you can see <laughs> I uh um we had mentioned we were talking a bit about Peru where I had done ayahuasca um as a healing ceremony a uh, very sacred plant in Peru and I had it 
I am a very visual person. I always have be. Don't give me something to read and let me figure out the instructions. Just show me and I'm good. Yeah. And I had um, a couple messages come through. And one was it's just it came through as a, a hot pink um, neon flickering sign just saying, you're uh you've you've done enough you've proven yourself you've proven your worth stop it you know and I don't know if I would have noticed that as much if it hadn't been in such a fluorescent hot pink that you couldn't see anything else but that's how it was brought out to me right and um and that yeah and then I for any skeptics. After that, I went for a ride on a dragonfly down through my spine, <laughs> which was amazing <laughs> experience. But I was here. I mean, the next morning, I didn't have a sore back. And that was six, seven years ago. And it's, it's, it's amazing. But for me, it was that bright fluorescent pink that got my attention, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I wonder, not I wonder, I think I'm pretty certain about this. I'm curious to see what you think that whatever, when we're looking for healing, whatever modality we use, whether it's plant medicine, whether it's energy, like medicine, I mean, plant medicine is energy, but like energy medicine being like Reiki, the body code, any of those kind of things. And mm -hmm. it gives us an, in a language that we can understand. I think so, Heather. I think so. Um, and I think that we have to, I think, probably the biggest challenge is to figure out what that language is for us mm -hmm. to understand, right? Um, I, I have a friend who, when she gets into this mode, she can go out and speak a, it's a, a light language. It's just a whole different thing. She doesn't have a clue what she's saying, but she knows that she's doing good. Mm -hmm. And uh, she would never have found that, I don't think, if she hadn't gone searching. But the same with me with this, the people like you that feel things. Um, I think part of the trick is trying to find out what is your way yeah. and then to nurse it, to mm -hmm. honor it, to, to if, if this is yours, to own and own it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's where I think that so much of like, you know, self-love, you know, as, for me, I do holistic business mindset coaching and self-love is such a big part of that. I mean, if you don't love yourself, it's hard to have a successful business because all of those things I don't deserve, I'm not worthy, are in your cells. Mm -hmm. For so sure. When I, my first ayahuasca ceremony was the first time that I, I remember sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, this is what joy feels like. Because I had been such a melancholy person, like I had so much sadness, so much grief and trauma in my body. And I remember just sitting there and I was like, I finally feel joy at the core of who I am. And I'm wondering, like, if I was a color person, like, if I had, like, if that would have manifested. Oh, you know? <laughs> just as you say it, I just see fireworks. Colored fireworks just exploding. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and they do say that it will come to you in the way that you will understand it. Yeah. And uh, and and to feel that. I mean, uh, this self-love business, that that's <laughs> that's a real journey in itself, mm -hmm. you know, and and to have that is everything. And that's when I proclaimed that I was an artist. And that color was my life. I, 
I was home. I finally had the self-love, self-respect, the self-awareness, everything. It took 66 years to get here. But you know what? Um, they, the mind's younger than the body, and I just, I love it. Yeah. But it, um, it's, it's a real journey to, to learn to love yourself, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it is. And I, I mean, I feel fortunate that, you know, it only took me to my 40s to get here. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I know I have a client right now who's 25, which, I, you know, I love it because I have a couple of clients who are like 25 and they're just like, I just need to figure out myself finally. And I'm like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I have a daughter. She's in her late 30s now and she's a carbon copy of me. And then I have a son who is in his mid 30s and he's a carbon copy of his father. So his father, so my son and, and my husband just really do not get my daughter and I at all. <laughs> but um, it's, it's, um, Oh, what was I going to tell you, Sean? My son says he likes it, though, that he feels that he's got about um, about 51% of my husband and 49% of me. So mm -hmm. he can venture out there a little bit and see. But yeah. any of this skeptic, they are the, almost in the, if for my son, you have to prove it first. Right. So to get into this. And and to get into not only colors, just the energy healing and, and what it can do and all this. Well, the first time I started doing it, I read a book in the bathroom. I, I was almost embarrassed to come out and let my family know that I was reading this stuff, yeah. you know. Um, I don't know. I, I just, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing that I found this. And I hope that, like I said, my passion and my wish through this is if I can see, if I can get one person to see color during the day in their gray world then they know that they have a light in inside them right mm -hmm. they know that there is something there they can still see that little bit of color um color is just so healing the other thing i did was on pinterest was i opened up a folder and i named it always looking on the bright side of life mm -hmm. and i did nothing but post pictures of bright colors so when I was at a point where I wasn't understanding what I was, what I was getting into, or I was feeling low, I just found just going through those would do it for me. Mm. And enough just to let me breathe, right, for a yeah. second. Yeah. yeah. I love that you said that because that was going to be my question is for anyone, you know, who's listening, they're like, okay, great. She sees colors. Like, what yeah, good. Right. Like, and so I was going to say, well, what are some practical things that someone can do? Like if they're struggling with depression, anxiety, absolutely. You know, what would be some things that they can do on a practical level to, to using color to right. help them, you know, to a higher place? Right. Um, yes, absolutely. One is like I mentioned, and that's the one that did it for me was Pinterest. I, I started um, focusing my colors, pastels were, it was, it was a photo called pondering pastels. So I was able to look at these pastels and just let my mind rest. They were soft. Um, then I got these colored ones where it would just instantly bright me up, brighten me up. Mm -hmm. That is the number one thing that did it for me was yeah. that to actually go in and just see these colors, um, and, and just start to, uh, 
coloring book. Mm -hmm. I got, I first started, I just bought, it was an adult coloring book, but it was just mushrooms. I'm very, very big on mushrooms and fairies and all mm -hmm. that stuff too. Uh, talk about mystics, that's another topic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I found that just coloring the page and by coloring the page and by coloring, I brought out the colors. But then it also enabled me to color outside the lines which made me think that I could go maybe outside the box a little bit, which made me think that I could expand myself a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, all these were even, um, they have these new diamond dot paintings. Mm -hmm. I just bought one that's a picture of a bear and it's all in the rainbow colors. Mm -hmm. When you do it and you put in, say, the red, just, just see the red. Mm -hmm. See how you feel. You might feel comfy. You might feel angry. You might say, well, I don't want this. You may not know what your feeling is, but you will know if you're good with it or not. And okay. I used, mm -hmm. I love that you said that because so much of our healing work is actually just taking the time to check in and notice how do you feel when like you think that thought when you see that thing, right? And just checking in somatically of what's going on with that. And where do you feel that in your body? You know, so if you see the color green, how does that feel for you? If you see the color red, how does that feel for you? Where do you feel it in your body? And just sit with it and be with it. But we're so disconnected from our bodies, right? Which ties into the whole loving yourself, all that kind of stuff that like- Absolutely. Absolutely. And I found with these diamond dots, I mean, they're like paint by numbers. Anybody can do them. But when you get the bright ones and basically it's taking a little thing and putting a, a little diamond on a sticky print. And but it's very for me, it's very meditative, meditative. Um, my husband would be watching UFC or something. I just set up my table. I've got my color and I focus on what my life now is whatever color is in my view, mm -hmm. I focus on it. And it's like you mentioned, I bring it in, feel it, sometimes smell it, whatever. And the color green can be something totally different to you than what it is to me. Yeah. But eventually you will, you know, you will sort that out and you will know, understand your feelings much more when you feel that, figure that out. But it's the coloring, it's the meditation. I would say that's probably when I focus on color, I I have a hair, little Harry Potter train in my mind. And it's got different cars. Each car is a different color. Mm -hmm. And in each color, in each car goes my thoughts. When you want to meditate, right? Husband, family, work, dogs, whatever. And then I send that off in my mind to Hogsworth Castle because I know it's full of magic and they're going to be looked after well and we don't have to think about them again. Mm -hmm. That then frees my mind to look at the red or mm -hmm. to look at the pink and just have, if the thoughts come, oh, just get on that train and go. I'll deal with you later. And um, by listening to, on YouTube, by listening to um, guided chakra guided meditations with color i listened to that a lot um when i was trying to figure out what my chakras were all about 
And um, and now I just know we had five little kindergarten people. My husband's funny. He sits out in the front step and, you know, as soon as he sees these little kids, his back goes up a little bit straighter. This is my wife painted those. And the kids will sit around and each will hold one and talk about it. But it's the color that brings them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the color that makes somebody smile when they walk by. It's yeah. my hair when somebody says, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And I say, you look in the mirror and you do it and you say, I can tackle anything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and, 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 I've, and I respect it and that's it. And I know. So from there, that's basically where I started. Mm-hmm. And I think that if people can do some of these practices, even though they don't know they're meditating, they are. Even though they're not tuning into themselves, as you say they are. Um, Sometimes you just need to get a breath, right? Sometimes you just need to breathe. Yeah, I I think all the time. (laughs) We just need to breathe. Especially now. It's all the time, but like consciously breathe. Yes, yes. And and, um, mm -hmm. even just like noticing that breath when you take it in, what color is it? Like what color automatically pops up for you? you Absolutely. Absolutely. And another practice that I do that anybody can do. And I mean, half the time you don't even know what you, you don't need to know why you're doing it. Yeah. And sometimes what I do when I feel really flustered and I got this from my shaman or part of it was, is that I pretend that my, my, legs go into roots down into mum earth and that I have my crown chakra, it opens up and there's a light going up to the universe. And then I have this little sprinkler (laughs) that starts going around a circle real fast of just pure white light. And it just goes right through, right into my chakra system and down Mm -hmm. and gets rid of all that sludge through your roots and into mum earth. And then I get the same sprinkler and have it a rainbow light and it fills all your crevices inside with this rainbow light and this gold glitter and it's just you clean your whole area and you can do that fast or slow but I can guarantee you once you're done and you just breathe you just feel different you know And it's remarkable what you've done for yourself right there. I mean, rainbow fire is such a cleansing fire. And to have that go through you in any way, shape, or form. And I love it. I love it. I love that. I love um, something that I can't remember if Deb and I have talked about this before. I I was sharing with you before we got on that I have a downstairs neighbor that bangs on my ceiling. Right. And he banged on the ceiling while you and I were doing our pre-talk and I was sitting here. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm not doing anything. You're <laughs> sitting here talking to me. Right, right. <laughs> and so as anyone can imagine, it causes so much stress. And this has been going on for months now and it's being taken care of, but it causes so much stress because I'm always like, I don't, I can't walk. Like, and there's no rhyme or reason to any time she does it, right? I mean, it's literally right. I in bed and then she starts banging and I'm like, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> like, it's been so hard. And I have literally, I mean, everybody I talk to, they're like, I would make more noise. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> That's the little kid, right? Oh, yeah, just wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it's so unnerving when she does it. So I'm like, I don't want to poke the bear anymore, you know, but I, I, mean, I can't keep, you know, walking in eggshells all the time, but I am. And right. uh, hopefully she'll be gone soon. But um, 
as you were saying that I was like, okay, like, and I'm just imagining that come down and then go down my feet and go down and fill her apartment. I was just going to say, you know, you want to say the sledge will go down through your, your roots and into mom earth and she will transform it. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to be real, right? Yeah. <laughs> Have that sludge go downstairs into her apartment. <laughs> Send blessings along with it. But <laughs> oh Well, I had another friend, this has nothing to do with color, but another friend who was like, write her name on a piece of paper. And I was like, I don't know her name. And she's like, right, you know, girl banging on the ceiling. Energy knows energy. So they just write her name on a piece of paper, put it in a bowl of water, and put that bowl of water in the freezer so that it could chill her out. <laughs> I I did that on Monday, and I really haven't heard of her heard her that much this week. Like this was the first time since Monday that I heard of her. So I, I did. I love that. I love that. I mean, it seems so silly, but yet. That's what you're doing, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's, I mean, I know so many people are just like, I would totally like, saying all these nasty things they would do to her, and I'm like, she's hurting. She's yeah. in pain, right? Yeah. So holding her back is not going to help. I guess. And that's not the person you are, not you know. And and so you you can't be that vindictive person. I I could never do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would take it all on myself, which is how I got sick in the first place. That's what right. healers tend to do. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. To the point where you just can't take on anything. And I mean, I just called myself a doormat. I was an enabler, still am to a point, but just such a people pleaser. Mm. And um, and I know, like most people, at least my age, you brought up, you know, to be seen but not heard. I mean, there may be consequences if you voiced your opinion or shut the door or something, slam the door. Um, so we weren't we weren't taught to voice, and and uh, so I just took that all on, and I didn't want to rattle the cage. So I wouldn't talk to that neighbor downstairs. I'd probably be put another rug on top or something, you know. Right. Yeah. And I like I've you know put felt tips on things I, like, you know, I'm like, I literally I've, I've been here for three years and know like everyone like the, my the officer in the building said he knew the guy below me before that was before her. And he's like, I love living there. It was so quiet. I know it's not me. Right. We've had we've had the leasing office come like I know it's not me. So when you're living with people who are not emotionally and mentally stable, not that I'm living with her, but, you know, around. It yeah. Was, all in the world right there's plenty of people and in this past year's made things worse like people don't go out oh absolutely right? absolutely literally yeah gone. yeah and and oh what did you just say now i have to maybe go back to that you made me think of something but it's oh the right it's the fact now that once we you know we know once we start this path of spirituality and energy healing and everything there's no turning back after that, right. which is unfortunate because after a while you think I just don't want to do this. <laughs> but uh, part of that is understanding that other people are hurting, right? And that they are going through their garbage. And yeah. that if we're taking it personally, then maybe we might need to look in the mirror a little bit because it's really, you know, I know you didn't weren't making any noise. You you obviously were not making noise. She just wanted attention somehow, maybe, you know. Um, but once you learn this and you see just how many hurt people are out there and unhappy people, that this is directed towards you or I or whoever. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what people say, like, oh, just send me light. You know, and light is a color. I mean, because like energy, Colors are energy, and each energy has a different frequency. Absolutely. And, yeah, I think probably why I like wearing black a lot is like is like a protective like. Honestly, black. This is the most color, and it's got what a little bit of white and blue in it. But black is what I wear all the time. And my husband will comment. He'll say, "For someone who's always into color, you're always wearing black, black pants, black top." Um. Yes, but I'm always wearing red shoes or red hair or a red mask. Uh, you will always find color on me, but I am very comfortable in black. Now, it's, you know, I, I won't say I'm a big lady, but I'm a bigger lady. Black helps with that. Um, <laughs> but I like to think of black as all colors, right? And black is like this big black void where there's nothing, but yet there's everything. Yeah. Bla Everything starts from that black void. Where would we be without black and all our colors yeah. that are in that, right? And that's our manifestation. So you, so you know, I have to say, uh, goes. It's my mini color. It's my color cloak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so just as we like begin to wrap this up, if if someone wanted to learn more about how can I use color? Like they just feel drawn to color. Where, like I said, I'm more of a kinesthetic person. It fascinates me with color, but I know I just don't see this stuff. Like I'm like a very kinesthetic about it. But if somebody's like, you know what? Like I have been seeing things like colors and I don't know, like. That's that right. Okay, right. I'm not weird. <laughs> we're all weird in our own way. Oh, are we? Uh, special. I like to say we're special. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, so what would be, I know you talked about like coloring books and like, but is there, so, is there somewhere that they can learn about like different ways of colors impact or? Honestly, other than the net, I don't know what to say to yeah. you online because yeah. basically, I mean, I knew that there wasn't really any preparation for me to do this today because I knew it was just on mine. And I went on the, on the, the online just to see what was out there um yeah there's I I honestly cannot answer that because I just don't know all yeah. I know is that there are tons of meditations out there um sh mainly chakra and energy meditations more than color meditations but they at least help you to understand um and it's kind of like um I mean, it's kind of like the thing, if you're starting to see a color, well, almost treat it, I like to say almost treat it like your power animal. Yeah. We have spirit animals, power animals. Just honor it. Maybe buy a red scarf. Maybe take note of how many times you see red in a magazine or on a commercial and what it makes you feel like. Maybe do that to yellow or whatever. And, mm -hmm. and start honoring it. If a color comes out, Honor it. Give it its due attention that it obviously wants you to, to take note up on. Um, it took years for me to figure out what the colors meant to me. Um, I and I, you were saying like yellow. I remember one practice class we had, and I was working on a, doing a healing energy on this one guy, and all I saw was yellow. And he said, "Well, what does that mean?" I said. Well, I don't have any clue whatsoever. I just know that you need to honor yellow. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is just seeing the color and just like you said, 
feel it, sense it, smell it, taste it, give it a name. Just sit with it and see how it makes you feel. Honor it. Then go on to the next one. Um, and, And do some of these meditations like Diamond Daughter coloring, where you can color with one color. And why did I choose that color for that area? You know, that kind of thing. That's all I did. I just began to honor it. Yeah, it was my passion. It deserved to be honored. And I honored it. And as you can tell, I have no issues talking about it. I love it. Yeah, I love spreading color. My my meditation was in 2017 was that my passion was color, and that I was to spread it in any way, shape or form, so that at least somebody could seek the color. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Awesome. Well, if anyone has any questions, feel free to message me or you can. Or myself, you'll find me on Facebook, Robin Mama Bear Prescott. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to have other pages, but now I post my art there and my colored stuff there. That's me. Um, So they can message me on that at any time. Um, I'm, I'm more than willing to share and spread color. color. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see you all next week. Deb will be um, taking over next week because I'll be on vacation that week. Um, and then after that, starting September, we should be both, both be back again. Um, so we will see you later.